hello everyone. We're here to play some Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, I'm gonna let everybody kind of introduce themselves. Uh, whoever wants to go first, if you would uh, tell us who you are, where we can find you, if anywhere, and uh, who you're playing. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> So, hello, I am Lissa of the Slovenly Trolls podcast. Uh, you may find me as being the best host of the Slovenly Trolls podcast with my co-ho, Sharday. Uh, take down the patriarchy of D&D is the goal. Uh, but currently, I am, yeah, everything, social media is at Slovenly Trolls, if you know how to spell that, which is, it's very difficult. Um, yeah, I am playing Rain, she, her. She is a a kind of a street urchin turned forest urchin nomad kind of girl uh, who wears very torn kind of street clothing with fresh bruises and a pierced neck, uh, sort of black mid-length hair, a uh, couple of crumpled $1 notes in her jacket, but really living off the land most of the time. And she's carrying a lighter with our goal of being free. <laughs> and uh, while we're talking about Rain, uh, how did Rain end up in the UK from uh, the US? Well, you know, that is a very good question that I did <laughs> think about. Um, having, having having started on the US soil uh, where she began her journey. So she would have been promised a life of freedom in the UK by, we'll say, some faction or other, maybe the Anarchs. So she had a dalliance with the Anarchs. Mm. And then they said, you know, you should go to Manchester. You know, there's like all these woods and all this like non-foresty, uh, well, this foresty like stuff over in Manchester and like it's it's like the city of anarchy up and coming city of anarchy and there's less people than in the US like oh my god so yeah. she was she was like okay uh, as long as you sponsor me like send me there so they sponsored her because uh, like I said she only has one dollar note so I can't see her purchasing a plane ticket in her life uh, and she made the trek uh, to the city of Manchester I love the um, idea of her being sponsored and having like, you know, her, her torn jacket, but having Anarchs on the back, like it's a NASCAR <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, um, and then she landed there and uh, very quickly realized that when you get sponsored by someone, you actually have strings attached and you have to do stuff for them. Uh, so she said, no thanks, and basically fled the Anarchs and is now being hunted by the Anarchs and also probably the Camarilla and everyone else who's like, oh, there's a rogue uh, raid walking around in the streets of Manchester uh, <laughs> with a worth of something other than $1 notes in her pockets. Uh, but yeah, here we are. And now we're down to do more shenanigans. Absolutely. I'm sure this will not go off the rails at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> raid is a good girl. Listen. So good. So good. All right. Who's next? Okay. Don't, don't uh, go at once. 
I'll go. Um, hi, I'm Alana. I'm from uh, Even Putting Games as one of their artists as well. I make dice as Spectral Craft Dice. You can find me on Instagram at Spectral Craft Dice and pretty much any other social platform is the same. Um, I'll be playing my pizza shut down, just a sec. <laughs> I'll be playing Elof Templeton. And uh, they're, um, they are an arcane scavenger. And they're uh, kind of like a suave middle-aged person, um, kind of wears fine attire and they have red hair that's kind of in a A-line a curly bob. And um, they come, their history, I guess, is uh, they were acquisitions for Oxford University. Mm -hmm. um, and their grandfather taught philosophy. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, their grandfather was like long dead, as far as they knew, and they kind of waltzed into their life and, and offered to turn them into a vampire. And so they accepted and became part of the uh nodest archaeology by clan tremere Ooh. so that's the story behind i ilos ilos yeah i uh i totally missed in your background that you were uh nodest uh yeah interesting that we're dealing with the church of cain because yeah uh nodists are a little bit not quite the same as the church of cain uh we'll, we'll get to that but they're not not part of the yeah. church i'm gonna say so. they're a little distance from it and more interested in the knowledge rather Less than zealoty uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you know like yeah you I yeah so that's the character fantastic all righty who's next I'll go next. Um, hi, I'm. Say you can't nose goes whenever you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't nose goes the second one. That's true. That's true. Um, hi, I'm Rye. Any pronouns? Um, uh, I go by Rock and Rye on most of the socials. Uh, sometimes with underscore, sometimes with not, because everywhere's freaking different. Some people have already taken it um on the on the back there and also here uh even voting games as well um yeah i will be playing lictor tonight who is a he they and is an osferatu sire to the clog and lictor has blotched skin the piercing eyes of a hunter jagged teeth protruding from them more in all directions, which I find slightly offensive because that plays on the British stereotype of big teeth. Yeah, I also, I also don't like a lot of things about the Nosferatu, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, as for his history, he was born kind of uh, after one of the, the wars, and they were kind of limited to gig work in the... Uh, in the late 40s, early 50s. But upon making a delivery to the one his local sewage treatment plant in Camden, in London, um, in 68, he got gauled by the clog. And then after serving him for years, 
was actually finally properly embraced and turned into the Kindred Lictor. Um, Lictor, not very good socially to begin with. Tried to play those political games, but they didn't do very well until they realized that blackmail was their specialty and then started blackmailing other Kindred to gain information and power over them. And yeah, after the Second Inquisition, fled up north. So you've got a Cockney speaking kindred in Manchester, which is going to be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and that's that's what we're here for. Vampire the Masquerade is known for the laughs. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, I mean, if you've watched our previous games, I'm here for it. So. All right, Cam, you want to round us out? Sure. I'm Cam, they, them. Uh, no socials. Um, <laughs> I'm playing uh, Blake, also they, them. Um, Blake was a, you know, history was a reporter. Uh, has been following stories to do with the Black, uh, Black Rose Gallery and I think has followed, has somehow followed that story here. Some other stories brought them to Manchester. Um, just tends to be very fashionable, but you know, practical fashionable. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. All right. So, uh, when last we saw one of our kindred, at least, um, I'm going to retroactively say that you were in Kansas City, by the way, Rain, uh, because I realized that the background that I was using was actually from Kansas City. So, uh, Rain's from Missouri. Little did you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And now you're in the UK. Some, somehow, through uh, all kinds of shenanigans from the sounds of it. So, we find our coterie as they are driving through the water-slick streets of Manchester. Sodium yellow lamps dimly illuminate the rundown red brick warehouses that once were the beating hearts of industry in the city. Council housing estates are stalked by local gangs, their numbers drawn from the poor and disenfranchised, driven to crime by circumstance and vilification. Our coterie is in a van fitted for protection from the sunlight and winds its way through the city looking for a place to park up securely where they might interrogate their prisoners as they have two prisoners. Uh, when they initially arrived in the city, they were being harassed incessantly by the Church of Cain, uh, specifically the Confessors, a group of zealots uh, who are led by Father Vaughn, uh, Toriador, who is uh, very open about practicing the old ways of the Church of Cain. Um, but you have currently uh, Luke Kincaid and Simon Kincaid. Luke is a kindred, like all of you, and is you know, somewhere in the, the ranks of the church. Um, obviously not at the top, but not not important. Um, Simon is his human grandson. So, where would you all like to go? Do you have anywhere in mind that you would go to uh, interrogate your prisoners? Do we have any kind of a safe house? Well about that uh part of why you have luke and simon currently kidnapped 
uh, is that Luke actually firebombed your haven. Uh, he attacked it because you all had uh, turned down frequently the confessors in their attempts to convert you to the Church of Cain. So you don't have a safe house currently. But you know that there are a lot of uh, abandoned buildings as the city has really seen better days. Um, when you all have arrived here, it is not long after the fall of London, which was a large attack by the Second Inquisition. Very coordinated. Uh, I wouldn't say that it caused all kindred to, you know, be exterminated in the city, but obviously people like yourselves fled um, and they, they did their best to destroy any kindred they could. Um, you know that you are, are almost assuredly being followed here by the Inquisition as well. So all kinds of good times to be had. Hmm. Well, Raid is going to suggest in the van as we are probably driving, I presume, mm -hmm. uh, that we should definitely get out of the city and go to where there's no people anywhere. They won't be able to find us. They won't be able to find me. And there's no going to be the stink of the city and the city That's pollution. And there's going to be no people. Did I mention the no people? No people. That's actually a, a great idea. I think we should do this. It's going to take a bleeding long time to get out of Greater Manchester, though. Oh, I'm new, I'm new here. I don't really know this place, but um, it'll be I mean, worth I'm it. Somewhat familiar, but I'd rather not be here. I have uh, some connections I'd rather not meet. The voice in the sky says that... Uh, Manchester proper has approximately half a million population. So it's a decently large city. That's half a million too much for rain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, if we can't get out of the city, is there like a warehouse, a warehouse district we can go to? Maybe not a district per se, but there are plenty of abandoned warehouses in the vicinity. How about that, Ben? Yeah. Anybody? I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. All right. We all agree. So we do it, uh, in the words of Cedar. Uh, so <laughs> you all make your way to an abandoned warehouse. Um, it's not hard to get in. Obviously, some other people have been using this place uh, to squat recently, but it is currently unoccupied. And... Uh, you all know that as Luke is a kindred like yourselves, uh, it does not kill him to stake him through the heart, but he is currently in the back of the van with a stake through his heart. His clean jumper and blazer are now covered in his vitae, which is essentially just blood. It's just the, the word that kindred use because it's fancy and because, it, you know, you all have special powers because of what you are. Um, so, uh, he is currently in what's called torpor and, uh, he, he looks a little bit, uh, desiccated compared to his normal self. Uh, he is currently not moving. What are you all doing? Rain's going to be sniffing Luke. <laughs> okay. Just Looking to see what? what this, this 
Because I don't know if she's ever seen a steak vampire before. And also one from the kind of confessor. So she's investigating. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for in particular? Well, his pockets. Um, through his pockets, uh, if he has any sort of ID on him, uh, loose change maybe, uh, anything to sort of figure out anything personal about this person without sure. asking about it. And also just looking at the state of uh, a vampire being staked. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give me a wits and awareness roll? Okay. Wits. So remind me how I do this. Uh, are you in the, the dice roller? Yes. Okay. So what is your wits? How many dots do you have in that? Three. Okay. And what about awareness? Awareness is one. Okay. So you would put the dice pool as four. And because you all have two hunger, your hunger would be two. Okay. And then you just roll and it will replace two of them with hunger dice. And then just let me know the results. Okay. Uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, would you like me to describe the two? Are they different in any way? Uh, one's a red with a simple one, and one's a black with two stars on it. Gotcha. Okay, so the, the red is the hunger. Um, mm -hmm. And then you didn't have any failures? No, it just okay. says two successes, yep. Perfect. Um, yeah, so realistically, uh, in order to get, you know, a, a critical, you have to have two of the, the fancy ones, so. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, so with two successes, um, he doesn't have a whole lot on him. But uh, you, like you said, have never seen someone who has been staked like this. Mm. Uh, kindred don't have a heartbeat. They don't give off body heat, um, which is, you know, one of the ways that the Second Inquisition tracks you all, is they can see that Everyone else has this heat signature, and uh, weirdly, there's somebody walking around who doesn't, you know. Um, but even though you are not technically alive, you still would be moving somewhat, you know. You're not totally still, even when you're asleep. Um, this is kind of off-putting, uh, very uncomfortable, because... He's not moving. There's no anything, no involuntary movements. Um, the Vitae is slowly leaking out of him. Um, and he, it looks like the like life force has drained out of him. Mm -hmm. What does he smell like? Hmm. Probably smells pretty nice, I would imagine. Um, I guess depending on your definition of nice. Uh, likely incense. Um, very clean smell as well. Rain's going to take a sniff, go through his pockets, and then just look up 
shudder and be like, smells like civilization. <laughs> Have I mentioned lately that I love rain? <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone else doing? Should we uh, move them into the warehouse or? I imagine that you all probably drove into the warehouse so you're not having to like carry a, a staked body okay. and someone who I would guess you've probably at a minimum like tied up Simon in some way you know probably just his hands so he can't do anything with them I don't want to assume but I, I can't imagine you would have you know like hog tied him and just had him in the back of the van yeah but I mean, it... rain, rain does what rain wants to do so <laughs> Uh, would it make sense to kind of check outside, see if we were followed, or if there's anyone, if we can see anyone watching us? Yeah. Before we. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Blake, I will have you make the same role, wits and awareness. Okay. So that's six dice. Okay. Two successes. Perfect. Uh, one red <laughs> okay not. uh it doesn't seem like anyone really cares the people you do see outside uh it seems like they probably have just been kind of loitering in this area and they don't really seem interested in what you're doing okay Good. just let everyone know everything looks looks clear outside so Good, but there are people around, aren't there? So we probably don't want to be talking to this bastard too freaking loudly. Otherwise, we're going to draw attention. Yeah, let's get away from yeah. people. Yeah, we should get away from the people for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure look, if, if, if there's a door there or something, we should freaking close it. Muffle the muffle the sounds. Shut shut the fucking mortals out. I imagine Maybe there's like a. A garage door, you know, the kind that like lifts yeah. up and mm -hmm. you know, maybe drive further in, so we're yeah. more centrally in the warehouse. Absolutely. We can and, leave uh, them in the car. And I'll let you all tell me how you may have restrained potentially both of these people if you have restrained both of them. Mm -hmm. We should restrain them. <laughs> I mean, they, they are restrained. Yeah. We can agree on that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're restrained. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> Maybe a, a gig around. Um, sorry. Simon. Simon, yeah, around Simon, just so you can't scream. That makes sense. Are we talking? Are we talking ropes or handcuffs or? Interesting. I don't know. I mean, would Rain have handcuffs? You've, you've had some time. You've had some time since Kansas City. You don't know, you don't know why or where she got them, but yeah, she, yeah. she come up with at least one set of handcuffs. You might not want to know why. Yeah. <laughs> or you might. I don't know. Yeah. So well, at least one of them's in handcuffs. We'll we'll just say both of them are in handcuffs. Um, just in case. Just in yeah. case. Uh, so would they have their hands like bound in front of them, behind them? 
probably behind. Yeah, I would okay. assume. Sure. Just make it that makes harder. sense. Uh, so, are you taking Luke out of the back of the van, or are you going to uh, pull him out of torpor while he's still in the van? I would say keep him non-moving no. until yeah. we until have we him. Yeah. Setting him up properly. Yeah. Sure. So where would you like to take him to question him? We'll say that there are, you know, it's a warehouse. So there's some office space. There's a lot of like open area as well. Um, some shelves and miscellaneous detrius. Maybe have the interrogation happen in like an office space or brain's going to suggest yeah. that they do the interrogating in an office space. And then we have like maybe one one person to have a look, be a lookout, um, just in case somebody comes over. Uh, and uh, I don't like people, so I'm not going to be talking to any one of these people. Uh, but if somebody's really good at interrogating, kind of gestures. Yeah, we know that Rain is great at talking to people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't mind doing some of the talking, just... I was going to say, I'm going to laugh so hard if all of you picked, like, socially awkward kindred who can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm, no. pretty, I'm pretty persuasive most of the time. But I can't be, I'm not particularly intimidating, to be to be <laughs> sure. So if we're doing a, a good copper, bad copper kind of routine, then we, then, you know, I'm probably going to have to be the good copper. Fair enough. And I'm a pretty good with charisma, so yeah, I have pretty good charisma also. Okay. So. okay, so sounds like Rain is going to be doing what Rain wants to do, and maybe everybody else <laughs> is doing the interrogating. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. Um, I will try to be lookout. Perfect. Yeah, we'll say that, uh, you know, there's a nice rolly chair that you can set Luke up on, and where would you have Simon? Would you have him in the office with you or somewhere else? Uh, we'll say that there are pretty large windows where if you're in the office, you know, he would be able to see out if you did have Simon, like, somewhere else. Have him on another chair in front of him, like they're looking at each other. Mm -hmm. So he can see where, it's, so they can see each other and where they are because... Simon might come in handy. Makes sense. For leverage, yeah. shall we say. Yeah. That's that's what I've heard. All right. Uh, who is going to pull the plug, so to speak? Uh, I can, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, so, as you pull the stake out, there is a sucking sound as Ugh. his his body begins to slowly heal back up um the vitae begins flowing again as it would normally and there is a light that suddenly comes into his eyes as he begins to rouse uh who is taking point on this who's going to go first Wakey, wakey, sunshine, eggs, and bakey. Uh, where am I? 
Wouldn't you like to know? That's why I asked. Yeah, maybe we'll tell you a bit a bit later. But for now, just to let you know, we've got you and your darling grandson here with you. So for what purpose? Why am I here? Well, you've been a naughty old boy, ain't ya? Been firebombing our pl our places of residence. And strangely enough, we're kind of fucking pissed off. <laughs> Why am I muting myself? I wasn't gonna cough. Um and uh, when he when he raises his voice, Lictor kind of gets kind of gets in his face when, and, and shouts. <laughs> so all yep. those jagged teeth are right in Luke's face. Okay. <laughs> Um, why don't you give me mm, either charisma or manipulation? Um, and I'm, I'm assuming you're going for intimidation here? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, as you can see, Donna has joined me and she's distracting me. She's very helpful. Yes. Uh, that. Oh, okay. Donna, Donna, Donna. <laughs> That is a messy crit. Oh, okay. Five, six, so, so it's got one of my, my one of my hunger die has the crit symbol on it. Mm -hmm. One of my regular die has the crit symbol on it. So according mm -hmm. to what I read in the reference guide, that's a messy crit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I got five successes total on that out of four die. <laughs> that's wait, five out of four? Yeah, because because I got oh, three, yeah, because, I got yeah the, the, because it's yeah, double. I, I remember how this works <laughs> because it's been so many days since I played. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell me how, uh, how you make this a little bit messy? Um, well, Lictor is revolting. That's one of his flaws. Um, so his breath smells, obviously the teeth, his skin is all, you know, nasty, pale and blotchy. And being up close and personal to such a refined, gentle kindred um, is probably giving him the fear. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, basically having this revolting ass Nosferatu um, right in his face, yelling at him and having that kind of smell of cigarettes and what would he drink uh gin <laughs> say gin i guess um i mean yeah, given that not fun given that kindred can't consume uh human food and drink yeah. you could you could certainly try you probably feed on a lot of people who drink gin oh yeah absolutely especially after passed out from too much alcohol consumption because Sandman. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you could also bathe in it. <laughs> I ain't that rich. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it's probably watered down. It's fine. Yeah. It's like brand, you know, supermarket brand stuff that's on the bottom shelf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bottom shelf gin. Whatever the, the gin equivalent of aristocrat vodka is. <laughs> So awful. Yeah. Uh, not that 
I'm not a Gen fan, so you know. Um, yeah, so I think uh, part of the the messy critical is that it is uh, excessive in force. So uh, I would imagine maybe you like would shove him because he's on a, a wheelie chair. Um, yeah, slam him against. We'll say that there's a, a filing cabinet that you knock over uh, mm-hmm. and knock over the chair with it. And yeah. uh, he doesn't seem horribly intimidated, though. He seems to be keeping his wits about him for the most part. But he says, what do you want to know? What, what can I do so that you'll let Simon go? And at this point, um, Lictor will kind of glance at the others who are helping with the interrogation to take a turn because they might want to take a different tactic. And don't worry too much about looking at like abilities per se. If you have something you want to do, just let me know and I will give you some options for what might make sense. Okay. Um, I'll just straight up ask why he did it. Uh, why did you burn down our home? I mean, if you can call it a home, it's really just more of a rat's nest and uh, well, if you won't join us, there's really only one option. It's over vermin to you then. Mm. More that you're making the wrong choices. And if you won't see reason, then we will exterminate you like rats. I'm not really seeing a reason to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rain can probably hear all of this. Like she's close enough that, and they're not being super quiet either. Um, mm-hmm. But you could definitely hear all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, some of us like to live off the grid. You know, not everyone's a bougie asshole who lives to lives in a palace with, like, empty space for your vases and, I don't know, what you have marble statues of yourself or something. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Listen, what, you took something from us. All I know is we can take something from you. It is only There's fair. There's So what have you got for us that would make it worth our while to let you go? Or your brother? Father? Son? Grandson? Who's that? Grandson, yes. Oh yes, grandson. Hmm. I can I can tell you some of the other confessors. It's not a bad place to start. Something, though. Yeah, something's a bit funny here. 
and Lictor will kind of start, kind of stand somewhat menacingly behind uh, Simon and lean down a little bit, kind of hands gripping the back of the chair. You seem awfully attached to this one. And, you know, we ain't humans anymore, right? We cut off our ties to that world. But you're still attached to your grandson here. Did he even know that you're a freaking kindred? Huh? Of course, of course he knows. Oh. But he's still, he ain't a ghoul, right? No, I would never. I'm not a monster. And not all of us forgo all of our humanity. The, the church believes in not succumbing to the unhinged nature of the beast, but embracing who we are and foregoing much of our humanity. But we all have some ties. But I find it a bit weird that he was trying, he was, he was, uh, with you at the time of being picked up. So, uh, where were you going? That was so important that you had to drag your grandson along for it. Obviously, he's a member of the church as well. Mm. We allow humans, they're not excluded. That didn't quite answer me question, though. Where were you going? It's not important. And, uh, Lictor, I'll have you roll me another manipulation and intimidation, please. Roll that again. That got one success. Okay. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Um, so... Uh, because he's trying to resist you. He got a messy crit and a bestial failure. So, uh, yeah. He uh, is very, very upset about the fact that you are clearly making some, some threats, mostly implied, uh, towards his family. And uh, he starts to kind of puff up and you can hear as the handcuffs snap and he lunges for you, Lictor. <laughs> um, at that point, I guess I'm going to kind of, especially because he's coming for me, I'm going to try and grapple him and, you know, try to keep him focused on me for a bit so the others can deal with him. Him or Simon is right in front of you. Oh. Oh. Do I want to do that? Do I want to do that one thing that could really piss... That will really piss him off. I mean, it will piss him off. Um, yeah. <laughs> up to you. I mean, he's definitely not pissed off right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, super piss off. But it also <laughs> might make him stop in his tracks. It's true. I'm going to put my teeth to his neck. I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to okay. start. But I am going to threaten 
to embrace them. And so, ah, another step from you, and this one will be serving me. Mm, no more to church. Embrace, well, huh? to, to embrace or to give him the kiss, because there is a difference. The kiss oh, is just yeah. feeding. The embrace would be turning him. Oh, I'm, I'm threatening to embrace. Oh, okay. Literally, the threat is one more step. And I'm going to start turning this one, and it'll serve me, and not your fucking church, me. So back the fuck off, or he's mine. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, I feel like he's almost on you whenever you do this. Uh, you know, he raises his sharp clawed hand um, as if to potentially try to like tear your throat out and as you put your teeth to simon's neck he he pauses says what do i have to do one of you can step in here because i'm a little busy keeping this this, this ray rain's rain's gonna come in uh seeing that this is getting out of hand um properly come into the room close the door and stand there and say, what do you know about us? How much information do you have about us? Well, I know that you're independent, I guess you could say, for whatever reason. And uh, obviously we're not a big fan of that. We would like you to join us. But what if we don't want to join you? Well, as as I said, join us or be exterminated. It's not the most persuasive argument. <laughs> yeah, especially seeing as we have your grandson there. Yeah. Who smells really fucking good right now. <laughs> he says, even if you send me to the final death, even if you turn Simon. The church will not stop. They will carry on the work. So what would make them stop? That's a good question. Mm. So all we want to do is live our peaceful little lives away from kind of like remembers that there's other people. Uh, why well, all I want to do is live my peaceful little life away from other people and peaceful. kindred. Peaceful, yeah, I said peaceful. <laughs> I just put the quotation marks there. <laughs> but you're kind of making that real hard to do. Well, as I've said, either join us or else. The only thing that would stop the church would be if you were to eliminate all of us, and that won't happen. There are too many of us worldwide. Kind of gruffs, scratches her messy very messy kind of raven stick stuff hair 
grumble something of like stupid civilization people stupid well, this is why i hate people and kindred and other beings and kind of goes back towards like the door to just block off the door so that nobody can leave <laughs> you still haven't answered our question uh where were you heading as i said to the church where is that well we use the holy trinity as our primary location is that a place yes it's a, a church here in the city I mean, there's no real reason why we should be keeping them alive, I suppose, unless they can give us something which they seem reluctant to do. I told you already, I would give you the names of the other confessors. It's about to say that you had brought that up, so why don't why don't we start there? Of course. There's David Leggett of Clan Ventru, Quinn Snowden, Clan Bruja, and Julia Fran Flanders of Clan Toreador. They're the other confessors. And were you having some kind of oity-toity meeting of all your confessor selves? Or were you just having a good get-together to have a bit of snack and, you know, have a chat? I don't see where it matters. We have all kinds of functions that we attend to as members of the church. You're not answering me question. Which means considering you're, you're the situation, In considering the situation, maybe it's for us to decide what's important and what isn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bore you with the, the minutia of the daily we'll church. Let you know if you're boring us. <laughs> We've been sending envoys to the northern cities, you know, establishing a seat of power here where the Camarilla has been slowly withdrawing. So what, you've been pushing towards the true north, is that it? Up towards the Scots? Well, of course. Especially after the Inquisition and London and all of that. So you're taking over Camarilla space, is what I'm hearing. Well, they leave and we step in. Hmm. They're more concerned with the continent than here. Hmm. And Lixa kind of stands up straight for a second and looks at the other three. 
I think, and hear me out, there's a good reason to keep these two alive just just a little bit longer. See, Rain, Rain looks at you confused. Hear me out. If we're going to get into this church, right, we're going to need... How can I put it? We're going to need people to vouch for us. Can't just go wandering into a freaking church of the... You know, the, this these fucking confessors and not expect to suddenly be uh, freaking staked and burnt ourselves. The Church of King would never do that. As I said, we want you to join. But if we don't? But see, the, the problem is we've refused enough times now that you got pissed off with us and firebombed us. So we're on your hit list. If us on the hit list just go walking in, I'd be less walking into a nest of vipers. But if we have an in, uh, you see what I'm saying? I think you misunderstand. We're not here to send you to the true death if you were willing to join. If you showed that you were of the faith, if you were interested in joining our cause, then they would embrace you as one of their own. And what, pray tell, would that involve? Is there a trial, an initiation, something special we have to do to prove ourselves? You just have to be of the faith. Hmm. Devote yourself to the word of Cain. So what do you actually do? Stand in a circle, say kumbaya? <laughs> no, we're preparing for his return. Preparing how? Well, we have to establish our, our base of power and bring in more people to serve our cause as uh, when Cain returns that is one of the signs that ushers in Gehenna the end of days and we want to be on the winning side forgive me but that sounds kind of contradictory the end of days is supposed to wipe out everyone. How would someone be on the winning side of an Armageddon? I wouldn't say everyone. There's there's a winner. Even in an apocalypse. Apocalypse is just a word for change. And uh, at that point, Lictor will kind of look at the other three again, hoping they've kind of cottoned on to his logic by now.
you can you could probably explain out of character if out yeah. of character he's suggesting that we go in as we, we we profess our our desire to join the church but then we raise hell when we get in there and take out these confessors okay. one way or another grasping onto that yeah finally uh rain will go oh <laughs> And then kind of mull it over. Just... <laughs> I suppose it wouldn't then... hurt to keep them around a bit to make introductions, like you're saying. I think all of you can pretty well assume, uh, even under threat, that uh, number one, clearly Luke has been staked. That's going to be hard to cover up. Um, you know, the, the hole in his clothes and the, the Vitae that has uh, leaked all over is going to be pretty sus if you just walk in and he's like, oh, yeah, these guys are great. I love them. They're, they're with the church now. That's uh, it's a big red flag right there. That's another thing that like that Rain will point out is what makes... What'll make him want to do our bidding after we let go of all of this? Because yeah. right now, we have the power. Once we go in, what they could just tell them to kill us on sight. Mm. Convince them that we're actually... wanting to join that might be more persuasive if he wasn't right in front of us right now right rain kind of us nods. It. <laughs> i mean well no he's not bound anymore so yeah probably can't do a whole lot of talking outside of this so um i think especially rain because you know, you all may have been kindred for a little bit, but I think Rain may be slightly more established, potentially, um, would know that most kindred, uh, aside from um, Toreadors, can do what's called a blood bond, mm. where you would essentially enthrall him to you by him consuming Vitae from one of you. And then Rain will nod and say, well, I mean, there's always something that they rambled at me back in, where was I from? Missouri? <laughs> Kansas City, yeah. <laughs> Kansas, back in Kansas. Well, it's, um, it's Missouri. Most Missouri? of Kansas City is in Missouri, which is very confusing, I realize. <laughs> Kansas is also a state. I know all the things about all the America things. It's okay. I live in Missouri. I can, I can tell you that. <laughs> Don't come here. Um, <laughs> and and mention the whole blood bond thing um that we could blood bind him to one of us learned that back in vampire school <laughs> yeah i just learned it never I got to try it out that's uh, something i'm not allowed to do you're not able to do. Not even that you're not allowed, you're not able to. Yeah. I don't think I'm I able to, to either. Is Blake also a Toreador? 
Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good thing we've got a gangrel and a Nosferatu who can. <laughs> Energy, yay. No well, Rain, seeing as you're so fascinated by the process, by all means, you can be the one to bond with them, and I'll keep an eye on the wee nipper here, just to make sure he don't get any ideas while you're doing it. And our Toreador friends, maybe you'll want to look away. Uh, so... How are you going to feed him your Vitae? Uh, because he's not going to be consenting, I can tell you that. Um, I do have a bit of strength, so... Um... I'm very little. I have three points of strength and deck, so... Um, and pretty good at brawling. Yeah. So um, we're, we're, we're just gonna, gonna go for it. Yeah, I'm just gonna wrestle him. Yeah. Love it. Ooh, okay. Uh what'd you get? Um let's see. Uh that would be three plus So what what check would that be? Uh I would say either strength or dex and brawl. Okay. Uh and hunger two. Possible bestial failure. Oh, that's good because you got the same thing. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, did you have any successes? Uh, yes. Two. I shit you not. He got the exact same result. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, the bestial failure is. Interesting. One second. Because, uh, yeah, we'll have to resolve that. And I totally remember how to do that. Um, so, being at, at two hunger, I'm just going to, because it's not in the reference guide where I can easily find it, um, I'm going to say that, Rain, you're going to gain a hunger um, because he is already at five hunger he is going to fully uh, enrage and go full beast um, he begins to shift in appearance and uh, cool. does not have any kind of resemblance to a human anymore and uh, yeah he's going to Definitely be trying to now kill whoever is closest, which is currently Rain. Mm -hmm. But you both got the exact same result. <laughs> so he doesn't do anything this time. But uh, mm -hmm. he's very, very upset. Uh, and I think all of you would know that uh, when the beast takes over, it is possible to come back from, but it is very, very difficult. And what Binding might be out of the question now. So I guess Rain will wrestle with him uh, and they will come at an impasse because, well, 
than bet, bet him than be, beat him. So, yeah. um, I will say, as you all came into this warehouse, that uh, there were some some gas cans that you saw, um, and Rain does have a lighter. That is a fair point. And Kindred are very, very vulnerable to fire. Um, would I know, because I, I, I'm apparently intimidating. I'm now reading. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Um, if I do something called the eyes of the beast i can apparently be more intimidating you can but uh but that, would that that would is, not work on yeah the him. beast has has taken over it would probably be extremely unlikely okay uh Ray's just gonna say fuck this uh walk out uh grab the gas canister um and start hauling that back in Okay. Yeah. Um, is anyone else doing anything? I I think I would probably help with that if I can. With which part? Like the grabbing the canister. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because because Rain was attempting to grapple, that would probably be where she's best suited to stay, so that he doesn't, you know, go after anyone else. Okay, yeah, that um, makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rain will, Rain will like, um, let you know that, oh, there's gas canisters outside because this has gone very terribly wrong and we should blow this up. And when I say blow this up, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> Ilos nods and goes, yeah, I'll, I'll go grab it and just get the canister. Yeah. Uh, Rain, if you are attempting to keep him grappled, we'll do a opposed... This time it's going to be strength and uh, athletics. Yes. Okay. Uh, two successes. It is ridiculous how much he has rolled the exact same as you. <laughs> but uh, I will say that because you are kind of the one taking the lead here, you are able to keep him grappled. Uh, he is fighting back significantly. He's attempting to claw at you, but, you know, you heal pretty quickly, so it doesn't do any lasting damage. And it's pretty hard to tell. Your clothes are already pretty uh, pretty well-worn, so most people wouldn't even know there was anything different. Um, but yeah, Eolus is able to uh, douse him, and a little bit you as well, uh, in gasoline. But, uh, Rain, if you're going to use your lighter and toss it at him, uh, I will just have you give me, uh, let's see, Dex and, hmm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say athletics again. Okay. Just to make sure that you don't, you know, because you are going to get doused a little bit, mm. make sure you don't light yourself on fire as well. That is four successes, baby. Fantastic. Like I've hurt things before. <laughs> I am both shocked and awed. <laughs> yeah, uh, as he is currently soaked in gasoline, um, pulling the lighter out of your pocket, you are able to set him ablaze. 
rather easily without any damage to yourself. Uh, and he obviously screams in pain as he burns to the final death. Is, is there like a jackbox or jukebox we could play some music to cover up his screams or something? Because oh. I know we're I know we're in like a, a warehouse in the middle of nowhere, but I feel like a scream is a scream is a scream. I think I think uh, in a part of town like this, people kind of keep to themselves and mind their own business, especially whenever like a blacked out van runs into a. A warehouse and somebody starts <laughs> screaming you know not suspicious at all mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have too many questions about the tuesday right? yeah uh what are you doing with simon i think we should grab him and get away from the fire <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> get out of here yeah, because uh, his smoldering corpse is uh, starting to catch other things on fire. Yeah, we should go. Bollocks. Rain just, Rain just kind of stands there looking at the flames like... Ah. <laughs> Grab Rain and also... Right? Take, him down, take him down the freaking apples and pears and get back in the van. Um, yep. Lick, Lick's going to just real quickly check. Is there anything on this smoldering corpse that would be like an icon of power or status or anything like that? Everything is, is entirely burnt. You would not be able to inspect the corpse without risking getting burnt yourself. I mean, Rain did kind yeah. of check for IDs and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, so did he have anything on him? No. No, okay. Yeah, Rain, Rain as, as somebody's pulling her away, she'll if you make a mention to like check for the corpse, Raid will be like, yeah, no, I snipped him out real good. He didn't have anything on him. Well, shite. Okay, let's get out of here before we fucking meet our final ends. I love the idea that Rain didn't even like pat his pockets. She just smelled and was like, nah. <laughs> doesn't have doesn't have that plasticky smell in his pockets. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the smell yeah. of civilization, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Why would you want to touch it when you could just sniff it? <laughs> Raising, I think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to kink shame, so. Uh, where is our covery headed to at this point? Away from away, away from the body body of from, away, away from, from the, the burning building yeah. before the Manchester Fire Service. Arrived. Yeah, and you know Manchester PD and all that kind of yeah. bullshit. And that I mean, all of you would probably know there is uh, what's called the Roach Shrek, the Red Fear in Kindred. That uh, if fire is brandished in certain ways, and you know, like an uncontrolled blaze. Could uh, could trigger Roach Shrek. It can uh, it can do a lot of things to you, uh, mostly making you act uh, pretty erratically in ways to get away from it, and uh, probably a good thing to get away before it gets too out of control. Mm-hmm. But I will remind you, uh, Luke did mention the Holy Trinity Church, and uh, we'll say that he gave you a, a rough description of like where in Manchester it is. Enough that you'd be able to find it pretty easily. Okay. Um, well, in the 
mystery machine as we are driving <laughs> away. Uh, Rain will just turn to the others and say, well, what do we do about this one? Do we take him to the church? Do we use him to get inside? Are we... I'm not the ones with the brains here. And you just hear like muffled panic <laughs> from Simon. We have options regarding him, don't we? Can we bond him or does... I'm trying to remember if that... If uh, that you, could, you could make him a ghoul. Yeah, I was going to say, that would make him a ghoul, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, doing the same thing, uh, you know, essentially a blood bond for kindred to a human would make him into a ghoul. Uh, he would still have, you know, a decent amount of, like, independence, but uh, you would have a higher degree of uh, power over him. And then he would be dependent on you for Vitae. Well, Rain, would you like a nice young strapping lad to be your goal then? <laughs> uh, Rain's gonna kind of look at the person and be like, yeah, "It's kindred's one thing with a blood bond, but um, I'm kind of not. I don't like people." Kind of looks at the kid. <laughs> You would know, though, that uh, ghouls are frequently a food source for kindred, that uh, once you know, they're kind of enthralled, so to speak, that that is then someone you can feed on consistently. And then, and then she'll like trail off and say, but on the other hand, I am very hungry. And I'm on that note, hungry. I'm going to have all of you give me a single rouse check, which is just one die, no hunger. And that is to determine if you become more hungry or not. One success. No successes. Oof. Oof, one success. Okay. One success. Okay. Uh, most of you don't get any hungrier. Lichter, you do. You gain a point of hunger. So Rain and Lichter are now at three. So you're, you're not at risk currently of uh, going full beast and losing your humanity, but uh, you're definitely getting a little close to hangry. Mm -hmm. You couldn't already tell um, by, by throwing that old, old man around? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the secret. He's always hangry. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so Rain, Rain will kind of like trail off, um, on kind of 50-50-ing whether or not she would do it. And I mean, you know, you could feed on him anyway. Like, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't have to turn him into a ghoul to feed on him. Yeah. But that means I'd be followed by population, civilization everywhere I go. <laughs> I mean, at that point, he's a ghoul. Does that still really count as mortal civilization he's at that point he's kind of one of us kind of not yeah it he's would he's, look, he's like halfway to embracing him put it that way yeah it, it does ghouls have some limited kindred powers uh they do have a very small amount of vitae that they can access but uh it's definitely not the same level as any of you even whenever you were first turned Um, 
Sure. Why not? If nobody else is going to do it. Rain's boy toy slash happy meal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she'll, so she'll, she'll just lick her lips and be like, okay, well, at least I'll have a, a meal for myself. Yeah. So you're uh, making him into a ghoul? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, and you're also feeding? I, can I do both? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, to turn him into a ghoul, you have to feed him some of your Vitae. So, you know, however you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will let you choose. I'm not going to assume how you want to do that. Um, and then you would just drink from him. Or you um, the other way around, either way. I mean, we're, we're not being fancy here. Raid is going to bite into her own flesh and put it on. Spit it into his mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just ungag him long enough to spit your own Vitae. Mm. It's love, like a mummy bird and a baby bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can hear at all. <laughs> Listen, we're going. We're going with the animal instincts here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You know, being a gangrel and all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you you turn him into a ghoul and then feed on him? Yep. Okay. Uh, Because you are not killing him, I assume, uh, you would only go down to one hunger. Cool. Nice. And what about the rest of you? I mean, two of you only have two hunger. You're not not really in any serious danger currently, but uh, Lictor, you know, you're, you're, like I said, getting a little bit hangry. Yeah, I'm fucking starting to regret fucking not taking him as my goal now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Why was why was I being so freaking freaking polite? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you see him hear him mutter and curse to himself and kinda <laughs> kinda Yeah, fucking hell. Do you wanna us to make a duck? We can find some. No. Hit the oh, hit the Kendra drive through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the drive. Yeah, hit, hit, hit the local blood bank drive through. Yeah, I like you could, you could hit the drive through. I don't know if they have it in Manchester, but. <laughs> well, yeah, the, 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 they'd have McDonald's and McDonald's drive throughs and shit. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you you could if you wanted. That is one way to one way to potentially feed. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go find some poor cartoon. Oh yeah, but you're fucking a McDonald's. But you're a Sandman, aren't you? So yeah, but I mean, when needs must. Yeah, when you when you gotta eat, you gotta eat. I'm just picturing a surveillance camera. Somebody getting pulled through <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is the thing. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I In don't, I, I, don't ha- I don't have the thing that knocks out electronics. Yeah, that's your werewolf character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I don't have Ghost in the Machine. I have Unseen uh, unseen Passage. <laughs> it make me invisible, but it does not really much help when someone's flying through a fucking window. Well, you know, <laughs> weird things happen. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 
on, on the local on the local news. Have you seen this this McDonald's worker? <laughs> and then there's the video of them being being. Oh, not even not even the local the news. It'd be all over TikTok. You know yeah. it would. Yeah. <laughs> but also, something I just just thought about. You're not Anarchs. You're not Camarilla. Uh, I mean, there are consequences for breaking the masquerade, even for independents such as yourselves, but uh, you're less likely to face, like, immediate consequences. Fuck it. We're going for it. We're going for a match. <laughs> and we're going to pull the worker, pull the worker through. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what should... Wait, at this point... So, uh, out of game, at this point, uh, does Simon still also... Can Simon still consume human human food? Why well, I say human? Mm, I don't <laughs> remember. I think so. I think so. We'll order we'll order him a strawberry milkshake for the inconvenience of being fed <laughs> on. And I'll I'll get I'll I'll get the the, the poor sod who who tries to hand it to us. Who's driving? Not me. Care. Not me. I got Not zero me. in drive. <laughs> can we? I mean. I would say I could drive, but uh, I can't make a ghoul and drive at the same time. That's true. Uh, afterwards, I can I can certainly yeah, drive. I, I would imagine you probably parked somewhere to, to make a ghoul, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Takes a little bit of concentration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a socially inept person who hates civilized civilization and all the people uh, in the driver's seat. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> good idea. <laughs> yeah, makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could be driving if no. I have zero drive. Yeah, yeah, there's that. I mean, either way, like even if you don't have any points in it, you can still do it. It's just how well. Can Not you... very well. <laughs> Let's make it a more an interesting journey. How about? Yeah, yeah. Um, does Blake have any points in drive? Nope. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, None of us can drive. <laughs> Look, I lived in fucking London. I used public transport all the time. Yeah, that does make while, sense. While, while disguised, of course, as an old man. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, Blake, give me just intelligence. Pure intelligence roll. Okay. And that will still be with two hunger. Okay, well... Uh, one success. That'll work. It was a very low bar. Okay. <laughs> uh, you definitely hit a lot of curves. <laughs> Might clip a taxi or two, um, but you know, it's still the city. Like that's not that unusual. Um, especially I've been to Europe. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> American drivers are bad in their own way. European drivers are bad in scary ways. <laughs> True. Uh, but you are able to make it to the McDonald's drive-thru, and you're only on the curb slightly whenever okay. you're, uh, you're ordering. Uh, so I guess if you're going to grab this person, you're in a van. Uh, Lictor, you would probably have to be in the driver's seat, so you'd probably have to switch places. 
Uh, but you know, it's McDonald's. There's going to be a bit of a queue. It's not like you can't, you know, do a swap real quick. Or if you sometimes they do that thing where, like, if you order at the drive-through, they don't give it through you to you from the window, <laughs> and then they come, then they part. walk over yeah. with, you know, does the it, the burger. Does anyone have a cell phone on them? No. Okay, no. <laughs> I have a one in technology. Would I? Would I you would probably have one in resources. Lictor would probably have a. Cell phone. Or we could we could take one of Simon. I presume Simon has. A yeah. Cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take Simon's. Take Simon's and make him unlock it. <laughs> uh, he he didn't even have like a biometric or a password. He just had to swipe. Okay. Uh, does it have the McDonald's app on there? Uh, you know what? Let me roll for it, just because uh, I don't know. There is method a... in my madness. Trust me. Oh, I believe you. I believe you, and I'm here for it. I just don't know because uh, weirdly, that's not in the module. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? How to go to McDonald's? Zero successes. So no, he does not have the McDonald's. I'm going to download it quickly while we're in the queue. <laughs> in fact, we Using... don't even need. We don't even need to get in the queue at this point. We can pull out and go and park in one of the the that's curbside. Brutal. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So while that's Maybe. happening, I'm gonna in, I'm gonna install the app. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to order the strawberry milkshake for Simon. Maybe a maybe a cheeseburger as well. Yeah. Um, and put it through the app for curbside delivery in bay number two. I think I think we parked number two, and just wait for someone to come bring it out. Yeah. Uh, this is. Someone who is probably, probably like in college, or I guess mm, college is high school for the UK, isn't it? Or is um, that no, so... not really. No, okay. college so is what, like before, what... it's like a lower level of uni. Okay, so what we call college. Uh, is grades eleven and twelve? Um, yeah, we'll say we'll say school. we'll say they're in uni. Yeah, they're in. Yeah, they're they're eighteen plus. Put it that way. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not we're not about harming children. No, um, they are definitely at uni as a freshman or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And as they come, uh, Lictor is going to thank thank them and then promptly pull them through the window yeah uh, give me strength brawl strength brawl excellent uh i'm i'm hungry so this could become messy <laughs> um no it didn't become messy but i did get two successes perfect they only got one success they didn't have a very large dice pool either so you know the odds were definitely in your favor uh yeah they struggle a little bit they make some noise um so I'm going to need, I assume that Lictor is going to probably like try to go to the back seat or something, or at least the yes. passenger seat yeah. uh, is like taking back over to drive, I'm guessing. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you are attempting to get away because, you know, there was a very clear struggle as this person <laughs> was pulled into the van, I need another, uh, what did I say? Was that intelligence? Yeah. Yeah, give me another intelligence roll. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, bestial failure? Oh, no. 
this is quite interesting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it it really did. Um, so my intelligence is I have two dots in intelligence. <laughs> Damn, I have four. No. Oh, oh yeah, you... I have three. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> oh, the worst person. Well, one of the worst people to to be driving. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna say the bestial failure is you uh, start to try to like make your getaway, and you immediately like sideswipe a taxi, and they are going to be chasing after you now. Road rage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's road rage. It's the UK. It's not America. Yeah. Slightly less dangerous, maybe. <laughs> okay. So you're now being pursued so, by a taxi driver. I guess now we're trying to to shake this taxi. <laughs> yep. Uh, if somebody would like to take over driving, um, I would allow it, but I'll have you roll to uh, try to do Searching that. Searching drivers gonna... mid-chase. Yeah. Can I, can, I give, can I give the help action? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. We'll say you could, like, yank on somebody. That'll give an extra dice to whoever. Uh, so who, who wants to take over? I mean, Lictor's a little occupied, so I think he's, I think he's out of the, the running here. Elos can whip spot. <laughs> Maybe with a little Yeah. Um, I'm going to have both of you, uh, Blake and Eolus, uh, roll just decks. Okay. And uh, one of you, whoever has the worst decks, uh, will get a bonus die from Rain. Okay. I have two for decks. I have two for decks. <laughs> Then I'll let you two decide. Whoever wants it. <laughs> uh, I feel like Blake would be getting pulled. Yeah. So maybe you get the okay. extra die. It's very Canadian of you. <laughs> <laughs> two successes. Fantastic. Uh, one success. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're definitely fishtailing as you get into the driver's seat. Uh, so I'm going to need another intelligence roll uh, just from Aeolus. Um, two successes. Okay. You are able to get the van under control uh, and able to lose this taxi in the traffic. Uh, you know, probably get onto the freeway or something or whatever the, the UK equivalent oh, is. Away. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not up on my, uh, I can't remember which one's close to Manchester. I feel like it's the M6, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I have I'll to take your word for it. I've, I've not been to Manchester, so my UK through. experience is very, very limited, mostly London. And that's about it. It's all you need, right? That's all there is. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, where are you all headed after uh, that little uh, pit stop debacle? Oh, I'm 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 busy. Yeah, snacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, on that note, Lictor, are you killing this person? No. You sound so sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I'm half tempted to have my own fucking goal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> jealous. I'm it's hungry. Jealous. Wait, well, you turned you turned down the first one, and now you're jealous. Yeah, because I got hungry from the. I got I got fucking jealous watching it happen. Right, <laughs> I was right fucking there. Liquor got, <laughs> now it, got FOMO in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm gonna do the same thing as Rain. Cause I'm not. I'm not gonna bite myself. I'm just gonna like get a. I'm just gonna get some some sharp implement that I probably have because I'm fucking sketchy as fuck, and <laughs> just kind of <laughs> like fucking jab my hand with some shit and, and force it to the poor poor fast food worker's mouth. They put this in your fucking milkshake machines, do do they? <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh, give me, give me strength brawl or strength athletics to uh, because they're they're not gonna cooperate with this for sure. That, that's five successes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, wow. how do you do it? Like, how do you um, train this person? Um, in the back of this moving van. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that. There are seat belts or something, maybe to to help restrain cargo or something hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to use one of those to restrain the poor bastard, <laughs> and and then literally, so put, kind of push him against the side of the wall, click him in, <laughs> and make sure they can't fucking, you know, can't get get a hold on the on the yeah. latch, and then I'm going to put the hand to to their to their mouth and just and. To the point where if they don't take the blood off of it, they're going to suffocate. Um, I would say this is surprisingly sexual, but you know what? This is vampires, so like, is it surprising? <laughs> I mean, I've got them tied up. It's not fucking um, shibari level rope work. But hey, hey, yeah. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. <laughs> um. And then after assuming that they do drink without mm -hmm. without deciding to resist. With, with fire successes, I think you can make it happen. And then I'm going to feed on them and complete the, the bond. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you do not completely lose your hunger. You'll still have one. Yep. But uh, having fed the two of you, uh, what's the plan from here? I'm gonna give give Simon that milkshake and the burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he does not eat them. Your our condolences. <laughs> you say after burning his grandpa alive. Our condolences. <laughs> his, our, our our commiseration gift for burning your grandfather. His is a big Mac. Is a McDonald's cheeseburger. Not even a big Mac. This oh, is just like a basic cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, this is like a dollar menu cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, sorry about your grandpa. Here's some McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get him a Happy Meal. There's no toy or anything. Damn. Well, he's <laughs> also not happy, so I feel like that would be unfair of us to give him a Happy that's, Meal when he's clearly true. not happy. That's true. <laughs> Uh, so are we headed to the church at this point? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have nowhere else to go. 
<laughs> I mean, technically, you have everywhere else to go. <laughs> you do have a van. I'm not telling you where you got to go. So, um, yeah, you make your way to the church. Are you just walking right in? So maybe we, we like, stoop outside and make a plan. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But not just waltz in there. There are... Yeah. There are a good number of people uh, waiting to get into the church. Seems like they're probably there, you know, for like a a free dinner. You know, maybe these are people who are largely unhoused uh, or just maybe a little bit in desperate times um, and come here for the fact that it is a, a free meal. They may have to listen to... Uh, Normally, you know, it'd be like a, a sermon about Jesus. This is a sermon about Cain. So, mm. yeah, arguably better. Um, I'm going to make sure that um, Simon is not going to out himself or what happened by trying to intimidate him. Uh, uh, I believe you have an ability that would be useful here, if I remember correctly. Yes, so if I use... Eyes of the Beast. Um, so I my eyes go red. And I get um, a bonus in intimidation rolls. Yeah. So Rain will kind of crouch down in her, with her messy hair, her kind of raggedy clothing, and then like take his face with her hands. <laughs> Look him in the eyes. Uh, snap her, not snap her fingers but like with a snap of her fingers it'll like her her eyes will like grow glow red into mm -hmm. like this bestial form because she is a grand girl so right very much animalistic here yeah. and she'll uh kind of growl at him and say and there will be no telling anyone about what happened in the last 24 hours or i Swear to God, that will be your last cheeseburger ever. <laughs> the one he didn't eat. <laughs> That'll uh, be the last kindness I ever do for you. I believe I believe you have to make a rouse check here, correct? Um yes, I think so. Okay. So let's resolve that first. How do I do a rouse check? Uh just uh, a single die roll, no hunger. Single die roll. Right. Roll zero successes. Okay. Uh, you do gain a level of hunger, but you are still able to uh, intimidate. So let's uh, let's roll that check next. Um, okay. So Either charisma or manipulation and then intimidation. Uh, we will do manipulation because that's slightly higher. <laughs> um, so Intimidate is six with Eyes of the Beast. Fantastic. Plus manipulation. Yep. And you'll have two hunger. Two hunger, yes. <laughs> Possible <laughs> bestial failure. Oh, no. <laughs> Any successes? Um, three. three successes. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. How how would you overdo that? Like, you're going to hurt him physically, mm -hmm. not just emotionally. 
Um, how would you overdo that? Probably like grip his head a little bit too hard just to make the emphasis and forget that she is a strong girl. Yeah. Um, and just it, like she gets like um, she gets pulled into like the passion of the moment of being the scary being because she has this cool ability that she can do <laughs> of being intimidating and she knows it and she's done it before and she's like oh yeah I get to do this thing that I'm really good at and then she gets like really into it and then is, is just like to the point where she doesn't realize how strong she is I guess yeah maybe even like dig your, your fingernails yeah, yeah, yeah. into him a little bit like kind of go into the a bit too animalistic in her form and in her uh, ways and yeah. kind of maybe dig her hands into his skull he's still like a humany kind of person yeah he's so for all intents and purposes he's basically human uh mm -hmm. for as long as you keep him as a ghoul so you have to continue to feed him your vitae like, mm -hmm. regularly in order to remain a ghoul so you know if you chose to like just kill him or like let him go or whatever mm -hmm. he you know would go back eventually um mm -hmm. but for as long as you do keep him as a ghoul uh, he does not age, and that is, like, one of the biggest things. Um, and like I said, he has a little bit of Vitae himself that he can mm -hmm. use, but mm -hmm. he is essentially bound and enthralled to mm -hmm. and by you. So, yeah, So yeah. I mean, you, you make him bleed a little bit, but... Uh, you the know, rat worked too he well. Se he seems kind of into it. <laughs> He's like, uh, y yes, 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 ma'am. Whatever you say. He's a sub. It may, <laughs> it's it may smell a little like pee now in the van. I mean, rain, rain's not gonna do. Yeah, be off put by that. Yeah, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're planning to try to blend into the crowd, from what I understand. <sighs> Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um I believe Blake was fairly well dressed, or maybe I'm thinking of Victor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's gonna be a little trickier. Um, unless <laughs> you have anything you want to do to prepare. Do we see so we when you describe the people outside of the church, we would notice that they're dressed pretty yeah, I mean, Rain, you would still stand out uh, among most of them. Um, maybe the ones who are actually unhoused, you would not quite blend in because you're just a little bit more uh, feral. <laughs> because you just embrace the the animals. I'm like a weapon. I'm like a homeless forest person instead of an urban homeless yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. And you, you embrace the, the animal side a little bit. So, mm. you know, maybe showering doesn't happen as often as most people. Mm. Rain a little funky smelling? Maybe. It's fine. <laughs> it's the natural odor. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. No deodorant for sure. Nope. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm looking... 
because I know Lictor has uh, some abilities to do things, but that looks like just to himself. Yeah. So I'm straight up destitute, so I have no home or <laughs> So you you made like dress kind of nice-ish, you know. Uh, maybe not as nice as Blake, but uh, you definitely look the part. Uh, yeah. Mostly because you know you look like the the light is leaving your eyes. Partially because you're a kindred, but you know also because like, <laughs> capitalism sucks for all of us. Yeah, I fit right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Blake, what are you doing to try to blend in here? I, I guess. Well, I'm gonna check and see. I don't know. Maybe there's a coat or something in the van. Something I can. <laughs> um, what do you have for resources? I have. I, am, or I guess the background and. What I have on me. I have some money. I have a digital recorder and a notebook filled with scribblings. Is what it says in my equipment. Okay. Um, Interesting. My background. See. I mean. So Journalist, I'm going to go in and say I'm doing a story on the church. <laughs> Which I don't That's... think is going to get Actually, you know, they are trying to recruit people, so that could work. Okay. Convert. I, don't, I don't hate that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I won't even make you roll. I think that that's a... Especially if you're going to be talking to the people, uh, trying mm -hmm. to, you know, sell this story. Um yeah, they would, uh, I mean, they're waiting in line. They have nothing better to do. So I'm sure that they would be willing to talk to someone just to help pass the time. Um, let's see. Uh, so you talk to a woman who appears to be maybe in her mid-30s or possibly looks a little bit older. Um, definitely smokes like a train. Uh, so it's very possible that she looks older because of that. Um, and also just poverty ages us, you know, more than we would all like to admit. Uh, so her name is Fiona. Um, she wears kind of worn sports clothing um, and a thick coat. And her hair is thin and matted and she's missing teeth. Uh she tells you nothing but good things about Father Vaughn and uh, the words of Cain, you know, and how much she loves the church and how she's been coming here for a while now. All the good things that they've done for her. Okay. So, yeah, taking recordings, I guess, using my... Yeah, yeah. Just... making notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Maybe ask a couple other people just to make sure, just to really yeah. sell the story. Ask a couple other people, you know, what brings you here? How long have you been coming to the yeah. church? Um, there is a young man, uh, you know, probably early 20s, uh, who tells you about how he was an addict for most of his life, um, you know, for as long as he can remember, at least. But how he's had visions of Cain and how the church has saved him and he feels cleansed. 
and how he was able to overcome his addiction through Cain. Very interesting. So it's all good thing. Like everyone's telling me, definitely good. Yeah, yeah. Nobody has a bad thing to say. Like, literally, no one who you talk to, mm-hmm. aside from you know, if you're talking to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other thing that you learn, um, they talk about. Uh, this is called actually the Church of Enoch. You learn. Oh, cool. um, because Enoch is Cain's son. Um, you also know that uh, because Enoch is is considered an outcast, you know, that they all feel um, kind of like kindred spirits because they're largely outcasts as well from society. Uh, they've heard a lot of sermons about how um, probably all of you would know as kindred that uh, you know, you all have your banes based on your clan, which comes from the curse of Cain. Whenever Cain committed the first murder, uh, became a vampire, God cursed him, and that is kind of passed down to all of you who are his descendants. Um, The church, though, has been preaching that Cain was not cursed, uh, but Abel actually is the one who did it. Um, That uh, Abel sought to bring down the communities that Cain was building, and Cain was cast out by Abel, not by God. So it's very different from even what you might have heard from other kindred, uh, especially because the Church of Cain is, even amongst kindred, considered heretical, for sure. Mm-hmm. Any other things you want to ask about? Everyone is saying only good things. I would just, I want to see, does, is it because they don't actually have anything bad to say or that they're, they don't want to say that, mm. say anything bad? That's a good question. Um, let's see. I'm trying to get a sense of how much control kind of the church has over these people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do intelligence and. We know I'm not good at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an investigation, maybe? Okay. I can do investigation. <laughs> Does that help even it out a little bit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm a little confused here. Sorry. Under actions, it says investigate. I have six, but under skills, investigation is four. Okay, because it would be adding... What's your intelligence? Two. Okay, so two. Yeah. So it's just yeah. all together. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the module that your character sheet is actually from uh, is a little bit more beginner-friendly than some of the others. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of has that already all figured out. Okay, so I got four successes and a possible bestial failure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say that uh, your bestial failure here is just that you're going to gain two hunger. Okay. Um, But four successes, you are 
pretty sure that uh, the humans, who mm -hmm. you know, seems like who you've been talking to, uh, don't seem to really know what's going on necessarily. You know, they, mm -hmm. they hear a lot about Cain, but uh, not really anything about like Kindred. And there's no obvious signs that they've been um, influenced in any kind of mm -hmm. way uh, outside of just charismatic church people. Yeah. Okay. You said that was too hunger added? Mm-hmm. So I'm very hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. Uh, so as you're you know interviewing um is anybody else doing anything in particular or are you just kind of trying to blend in and listen to what's going on yeah just blending and okay. blend in as best as possible with the um, more <laughs> smelly population yeah yeah you sniff them out and mm -hmm. you know you may not like people very much but these are close to the kind of people you might maybe not actually associate with mm -hmm. <laughs> so as you're all you know kind of going about your business and trying to figure out what's going on uh the doors on the side of the church open and you see two confessors who you have previously seen uh come out uh they have a table and heater set up uh they're carrying food looks like maybe soup and big bowls of bread Go in. Yeah. So it's less uh, go in, they're bringing it out. Ah. They don't want people in? <laughs> Maybe. Kind of gesture Simon to come over and be like, can you get us in? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't have the the sway that uh, my grandfather has, but... Yeah, well, he's not entirely here right now, as you know. Yep, I, I eyes him intimidatingly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could easily join him. Uh, no, please, please, ma'am, don't. Please, don't. Kind of gestures towards the door <laughs> okay i'll i'll do what i can i won't make any promises and uh he starts walking over and uh just greets the two confessors and uh i guess he would say that unless you think otherwise that uh you're all there to convert mm. yeah uh and yeah they uh they welcome you in they say that you can go in the, the side door and uh, one of them is going to escort you. Let's see. So you're going in a different way. Um, ooh, so as you're going in though, you can overhear the other confessor who's still out there um, that, uh, or I guess they didn't describe it very well. Because uh, they say that they bring it out, but then they're giving a sermon inside and the people are listening. So I guess that you all go inside. That's weirdly worded. 
Uh, and you see that these people are, you know, sitting in the pews, listening to the sermon um, by this woman, and she's standing at the pulpit, um, illuminated by lamps that line the church. Uh, the floor is dirty and covered in pigeon droppings, uh, discarded leaflets, cigarette stubs, and the noddest among us would recognize that Julia is speaking uh, and reading passages from the Book of Nod. And uh, she says that Mark the shadows which flies, mark the dragon which rises, mark the darkness which moves, mark the shadow of the moon, mark the angel that dies, mark the maiden that weeps, mark the children embraced, mark the clanless who run. There will be a time when Sire will drive out Childer, when Sire will abandon Childer to the sun's mercy. There will be no mercy for the clanless, for there will be no mercy for the clanless. Mongrel though they be, upon their forgotten sires shall be a curse of Oriel. Upon their hateful sires shall be the curse that comes of crossing Cain. Upon their lazy sires shall be the curse of the hunters hunted. So, you know, a, a lot of shit-talking kindred who don't join them, basically. Um, at the end of her sermon, one of the other confessors uh, comes out to give kind of a a weird bastardized version of the uh, rite of communion which is probably a little bit off-putting like even if you're not particularly religious we lost cam yep There's... i saw that okay. <laughs> hi sorry that's had okay. a connection issue for a second yeah, I understand. I realized that you were missing. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as I was saying, it's kind of, a, they're giving like a bastardized version of the rite of communion. Um, it's definitely not wine, Rain. You have probably the best sense of smell. Uh, mm. It's Vitae that they're giving these people. Shady. Oh. So, I... I will point that out to the group. I will like shuffle over to um, some of the other members and be like, that's not wine. That's Vitae. Pass it on. Like to the, <laughs> the church people or like your. No, no, no. To like okay. our, our, our tiny infiltrated okay, so, group. Yeah. So the coterie. I'm in the game of telephone, passing it down the line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could tell before that they weren't uh, like ensorcelled. There was no kindred power per se um, that was like twisting their minds, but uh, it's pretty hard to tell sometimes if someone is a ghoul, unless you just know. And yeah, it seems like that is what they're doing here, is they are making all of these people into ghouls. I actually have an Ability that might help okay. with that. Ooh. Um, the sense of the unseen. Oh, okay. I guess that's not really the same. Yeah, that would be more like uh, like spirits and things. Yeah, yeah, never mind. It's a good thought. <laughs> it also would be uh, there are some like kindred abilities where people can essentially like stealth in 
and so you'd be able to see them. Um, yeah. So the the rights that they are giving, you know, now the sermon is over. Uh, mention Sol Invictus a lot, uh, which you would all probably at least somewhat recognize as a, a Roman god. Um, also talks about uh, how Mithras, not Jesus, Mithras, uh, which also Roman, uh, died on the cross for their sins. Um, the person who had been preaching previously does pull out a phone though, and uh, oh, yeah, she uh, after checking, you assume a text message. Um, gives off a supernatural aura that you would all recognize as kindred power. Um, and she commands the congregation to follow her as they head out into the streets of Manchester. And she proclaims the revolution has come and they will cleanse the city. Yeah. How do we stop? <laughs> this is some real civilization <laughs> bullshit right here. <laughs> right? So I mean, I think you all would reasonably know uh, you should not go out there with them. That would not be good. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Especially because they would expect you to be doing not what they say because they're controlling you, but they would want you to be doing the same things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so probably hiding somewhere would be yeah. your your best move here. Stealthy. Oh, I have no stealth. Great. <laughs> Are there places to hide? Uh, give me a wits awareness roll. Wits. Okay. Uh, um, possible bestial failure. <laughs> one, one success. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Mm, yeah, we're gonna just call this another two hunger. Which you know you fed earlier, so you're probably fine, right? I'm at four hunger. Yeah, that's totally fine. Nothing's yeah. nothing's on fire. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I have my blood blood bag with me, so that's true. You do have your your permanent. My boy house. Simon, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I love this. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are able to find, uh, because this is like a, a Catholic church that they've converted, you're able to uh, hide in like a confession booth. It's probably a little bit cramped, but you know, you could fit like two or three of you in one and then yeah. you know, the rest in the other. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then after they all clear out, um yeah what are you doing so did we see when we started when we walked into the ceremony did we see where they all shuffled in from or do, or were they kind of there ready and they we were didn't... kind of there already okay um i will say just because you already mentioned wanting to use it uh yeah. Eolus, if you would like to use your uh, unseen sounds go for it okay i will 
And I wouldn't normally give you that, but you already asked about it and uh, it is relevant. Okay, so that's wits and auspice or resolve and auspice. They're the same. <laughs> so that's four. Uh oh. Possible messy crit. Oh, okay. Four successes. <laughs> Um, there's nobody around, so it's kind of hard for it to be messy, uh, cause that would normally be like you are, you know, like dismembering someone or they're spraying blood in some gruesome way. Uh, and also you're, you're using your auspex. So I don't really know how that would be too messy. Um, <laughs> but it is a crit. So, um, let's see. You can see that the stone basin that once held holy water is stained with blood. Um, and it, it gives like a, a sense of communion. Um, it kind of feels like uh, things that are used for some religious rites by the, the Sabbat, which is you know one of the other major uh, kindred factions. And there are uh, other things that remind you of like Bacchanalian rites. Um, a lot of unseen, like no one else can see this. You can kind of see almost like through a veil uh, that people had stood around this basin, dripping their vitae into it. Um, and there is a trap door uh, underneath the basin. I will definitely tell everybody that. <laughs> There's a trap door under that basin. And all the other stuff, too. Yeah, and all the other stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, the just, the, the, just the trap door. That's yeah. the only important <laughs> Should we go through the trap door? I mean, Maybe we check, check it out. The coast is clear. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like in the church or like checking yeah. the trap door to make sure there's nobody down there? A bit of both. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. There doesn't seem to be anybody in the church at this point. It seems empty. Yep. Okay. So, um, let's see. Ooh, okay. So as you're inspecting this trap door, um, there've been a lot of stories you've heard, uh, probably even whenever you were, um, Blake, you were checking for people who may have followed you. You mm -hmm. might've overheard some kind of mumblings about a lot of violence in the city. Um, and as you're inspecting the, uh, the trap door, there is a police helicopter flying overhead with its light shining down, not on the church necessarily, but you can kind of see it through the stained glass. Uh, it reminds you very intensely of what happened in London right before the raids, when the Second Inquisition came to wipe out the kindred. So could 
this be some kind of like bunker or something to avoid that? Potentially. But also, you would definitely have uh, some paranoia at this point of uh -huh. you all escaped from, you know, this mass murder of Kindred. Um, and any kind of sign that that might be about to happen here in Manchester would be, uh, because this was very recent, a pretty terrifying thing, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. We should go in. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so beneath the basin is uh, a pedestal and a steel hatch that leads downwards. Um, there are stone steps that lead down into a crypt, and the walls have engravings of coat of arms that are set into the walls, um, urns, and tombs dating back to the 1600s. And there is apparently no one down here that you can see, uh, at least in the main chamber of the crypt. Does uh, it look like it's been recently traveled? Definitely, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's dusty, but there are places where obviously people have been through. Uh, there are also some bookcases, uh, about half a dozen bunks, um, some tables, a small TV, uh, landline phone which is weird who even uses those anymore <laughs> uh there's also a computer and a printer and reams of paper that seem to have fairly recently been printed you would guess uh that are pamphlets for the church of enoch mm -hmm. so this was very much like the staff quarters of whoever is running this church yeah. That's definitely definitely a safe assumption. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um Yeah. Rain's gonna keep like sniffing out for smells of people, I guess. Sure. Um or more like signs of people um, yeah. being there. And yeah, be, you... and then kind of talk to the group and say, what are we actually expecting to find here? That's a good question. Yeah. yeah I guess any kind of plans that they might have? or Yeah. They said they were expanding north, right? So maybe any communications? Intelligence is the word you lot are looking for. Speaking strictly, yes. as, an <laughs> speaking strictly as an information broker myself. Exactly. So, uh, Rain, as you're as you're sniffing around, um, you don't necessarily find or smell people or necessarily kindred, but uh, there is a draft coming from behind the bookcase. <laughs> Gonna go sniff the bookcase more, some more. Yeah, uh, you can see that it is just barely like. A few millimeters, maybe, uh, off from where it should be, in theory. Uh, and that seems to be where the draft is coming from. And there are, like, drag marks on the floor. Okay. 
Well, Rain will point that out, but but say that maybe we should double check that there's nothing in this room first. But I think there's something and kind of gestures to the bookcase behind this thing <laughs> here. So you don't find anything uh, intelligence wise. There's nothing like useful. <laughs> also, Charday. <laughs> what is she now doing? Three nose emojis. <laughs> <laughs> it also just like looking out of the corner of my eye kind of looked like dicks at first. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there doesn't seem to be anything useful intelligence wise. Uh, just a lot of like church pamphlet kind of stuff that they would hand out probably mostly to humans. But it definitely piques my interest. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> I mean, yes and no, because there's not really anything that you wouldn't already know on there because it is okay. very like base level. Like we're not going to tell you, we're not going to break the masquerade and say like, Hey, we're all vampires. Come join us. Mm-hmm. Because obviously they were not, uh, the humans were I mean, not aware of what was happening. I mean, yeah, right. could be evidence if you're writing a story to expose yes. these people. Thinking I might take a couple for <laughs> for notes for later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take one just to, as possibly a historical record. <laughs> <laughs> In case you don't all get murdered. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Inquisition. Uh, so, are you checking out the bookcase? Uh, yeah, I will ask uh, whoever I I would probably know the people I'm with at this point, and mm-hmm. ask someone who's strong as well to help me. Uh, I guess try and pull the bookcase because I, I I'm not an intelligent being, so I'm not going to try and figure out where the actual like probably lever or whatever that is. I'm just going to like try to use brute force to. I feel like if if Rain would probably have tried it first before asking for help, if she's kind of, you know, more the strong independent type than the <laughs> I'm going to ask for help type, uh, mm. she would not have any trouble opening it. There's not like a, a secret lever. It's more just that it's a hidden tunnel. I, I think that it'd be tunnel. funny. I think that it'd be funny that she asks for help and then starts pulling and then goes, oh, this is not as <laughs> heavy as... I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smacks herself a little bit with the. <laughs> it kind of falls <laughs> back with the, <laughs> with the, with the force of it being opened. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. So behind the door, uh, the interior of the secret tunnel is braced with old iron plates, um, that leads deeper underground, and. These tunnels seem much older. They're more roughly hewn uh, where you already were, you know, this uh, staff area, so to speak, um, seems a lot nicer. And as you descend, the rocks have carvings in Latin and ancient Persian. Uh, The tunnel winds its way downwards and the cobwebs are thick. The air is musty and you can hear the trickling of water as it seeps in from the canal above. Uh, The side chambers are lined with tombs and bones piled high. These tombs are unusual as they are chained, uh, but they appear to have been broken open from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And as you move deeper, uh, the 
past these side chambers, you enter a main chamber and uh, it measures roughly 10 meters across, which thanks rugby, so I know what 10 meters is. Um, otherwise I would be totally lost. And it is nearly circular. Um, there's a passageway at the opposite end and it is cold and slightly damp in here as water trickles in uh, from part of the wall. Uh, ooh, in the center of the chamber, there is a round pit roughly three meters across and about two meters deep. Um, the bottom of the pit is soaked and has puddles of water. Um, you think that it might be close to like a underground canal network or sewers potentially. Uh, so, is there anyone? Okay. okay. Yep, go ahead. Now, is there anyone in the room? No. Nope. I was just going to ask. Okay. Nope. Uh, and, oh, good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is, and is my uh, sense the end scene still going on, or is it, like, done? Um, I mean, it lasts a scene, I think, right? Yeah, it just says passive. I don't oh. know what that means. Oh, it's passive. I didn't realize that. So, yeah, you didn't have to do anything for it then. Never mind. Um, <laughs> interesting. So yeah, it would still be going then. Um, let's see. Uh, at one end of this uh, this main room, um, there is a statue about two feet high. I love how it goes between meters and feet. Um, that is carved in the shape of a winged lion with a key clasped between its front paws. And uh, probably Aeolus would recognize this as a representation um, who is kind of related to the Demiurge, which uh, is like God, but not. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, and just like general knowledge, the Demiurge is like, because um, in, the, in the Bible, like Old Testament God is described as like wrathful and whatever. And then New Testament is like love and peace. And it's like two totally different things. I believe the Demiurge is like the Old Testament um, who like kind of set things in motion. And then there's like the other God. Um, don't quote me on that. I could be totally wrong. If you're going like <laughs> Gnostic, the Demiurge is a God of the physical world, created, the phys created everything physical, whereas God, kind of the New Testament is like the spiritual world. So the Demiurge isn't great because the physical world is bad. <laughs> yeah, and that that I mean is kind of along the lines of where I was going, and that's perfect because uh, they do describe this uh, this church or cult as being somewhat Gnostic uh, in influence. So, um. On the opposite side is a small wooden altar with a number of scrolls, books with padlocks, a bull's skull, and jars of blood. Let's see. Ooh, um, so for your unseen sense, Alana, um, the pit has been used recently uh, for some sort of mystical ritual. Okay. Apparently there's a ritual here. You can definitely uh, smell blood. 
Is it so it's human blood? Yeah, because otherwise it would be Vitae. So yeah, yeah, it would have to be human blood. Okay. And then there's probably a bit of both, I would imagine. Uh, especially uh, our two uh, uh, Tremere would know that uh, blood magic is a big thing, especially for that clan in particular and uh, yeah. a couple of others. Um, so you'd think that it's likely related to that in some way, some sort of blood ritual, potentially. Could we discern what it is, or basically we can just discern that a ritual was happened? You kind of just get like magic vibes more than anything. Okay. Uh, it, it's a little hard to tell from what you have. Um, but like I said, there is a, a passageway that continues on if you want to go that way. See the passage? Yeah. Because you want to look at any of the, the random stuff? Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you are you taking any of this stuff, like the scrolls or books or anything with you? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But they're like, they're also locked up, right? So. Well, they have a padlock on them, but it's not like they're like locked to the table or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. More, the, it's like a it's like a diary almost. Oh okay. Oh yeah, may as well take it with us. Might come in handy later. I <laughs> I don't imagine they're like Lisa Frank though. I think they're a little bit more bland and boring, and maybe some like cult. Kind of <laughs> there. But I, I don't know. Maybe Lisa Frank made a cult. I don't know. Uh, uh, and the bottles of blood are they just like human blood or just? Well, let's see. Um. I can't remember. Do you have anything that uh, you're able to use to discern? I, I don't remember if that was you or if that was Amanda's character. Oh, no, I think I got rid of that one thing. <laughs> Dang it, Amanda. Okay. Uh, I have a taste for blood, extinguish with tie, and blood walk. That's about it. Oh, those would definitely be helpful. For this? Uh-huh, because if you taste it, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay. That's why I was like, I can't remember if that was the one that we switched to, because you, you kind of were having oh, yeah. the same character or not. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Taste the blood. Um, yeah. It. <sighs> what does the, uh, the blood walk do again? Blood walk? Oops, sorry, I went too far. Uh, the, this ritual expands upon the power of a taste for blood, allowing the user to learn more details about the subject studied, assuming the subject is a vampire. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not a vampire. Okay. But not. Uh, it is absolutely human blood. Um, you get kind of a sense of the, the humor of the blood, because that's a, a thing in vampire. Um, and there's there's several different uh, humors, and it seems like they've probably taken a lot of blood from a lot of people. Okay. Shocking for vampires. <laughs> shocking. Mm -hmm. Would it? Who, who knew? Is this blood usable, or is it just like? Uh, if someone were a bagger, yes. Uh, okay. But to most of you, it would not. 
have any real benefit because uh, it's something that we we didn't talk about because it hasn't been relevant for this. But let's yeah. I know we talked about uh, like blood bags and things like that typically are not able to give any benefit to most kindred. Uh, it's too like old, it's too processed, things like that. Um, but the bagger hunter type, um, they are able to actually drink it. So if anyone has that, uh, that is usable for you, but I don't remember if anyone does. Speaking of blood bags, um, I'm going to take this opportunity to feed because I'm at four hunger. Um, <laughs> and if, if we end up in conflict, um, I have a feeling it will go so well. Yeah. Uh, actually, right? Did you uh, did you bring your ghoul, or did you leave them in the van? <laughs> I I brought mine. Okay. <laughs> we have a McDonald's worker <laughs> with us. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I I now just want like art of this you know gloomy dungeon. <laughs> a McDonald's worker. <laughs> Four. Four vampires, one grandson, and a McDonald's worker go into church. Yeah. What happens? Uh, that sounds like a really bad joke. <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, let's see. So, yeah, if uh, if you're feeding, you can go down to one hunger. Yes, please. And realistically, like. Blake, I'm sure if you ask nicely, uh, one of your <laughs> friends could loan you a, a happy meal. Can borrow your ghoul. <laughs> sure, go for it. Thank you. All right. May so... as well put um, what's his face's Luke's grandson to use. <laughs> I love so the idea think... that Simon no longer has a name. He's just Luke's grandson. <laughs> So you say the hunger it goes down by one or two one? Two one. And unless you're killing Rise Ghoul. No. No. He might not like that. New call. Also, I think the, the ghoul might not like that either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh so as you are feeding, um you can hear the sounds of gunfire from above. And it seems to be not horribly far away, despite the fact that you've uh, descended quite a bit, and it echoes through the tunnels. Does that sound like something Rain would have heard before, like some of the confrontations she's been in previously? Like Inquisition? Yeah. Uh, definitely. And uh, you you hear inhuman screams. You're gonna see him, Kindred. Yeah, Red's, Red's gonna start like, okay, people, let's haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no complaints for me. <laughs> uh, which way are you headed? Uh, there was a hallway. You said, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, going forward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you can hear boots storming down the hallway behind you. Uh, there are 
more screams, you can hear gunfire. Uh, obviously, these kindred are being murdered. Um, and the boots are rapidly approaching. They're moving a lot faster than you have been so far. Um, you can hear, uh, like, they're using, you know, obviously some kind of like walkie talkies. Um, and you can hear kind of echoing from that. You hear two more, two bees down, one for extraction, one dusted. There's a secondary sub basement awaiting backup. Oh, no. Oh. Fucking Noro, it's the guys. So, as you make your way down this hallway, uh, it leads back up into the church, but you are able to kind of peer out, and you see um, that these clearly Inquisition. You see, um, there's an emblem, like a badge, that says SO13. And it also says Hemovore Extermination Unit. Do we know what a Hemovore is? Do I know what a Hemovore is? Uh, I mean, in character, maybe not. Out of character, it's a vampire. Yeah, and I gathered as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you may or may not know that, but you've definitely seen the, uh, the SO13. That is 100% who largely was leading the attack on London. Um, you are able to witness as other kindred are gunned down uh, with shotguns and pneumatic stake guns. Does it look like there's a way that we could not get into the gunfight to either sneak or go around? It definitely seems like you could potentially get to a side door uh, if you are especially sneaky. Am I especially sneaky? <laughs> I have a feeling the answer to that question is no. Um, I have two stealth. It's not terrible, but it's not too good either. What's your dex? My dex is better. Okay. My dex is a three. Okay, yeah. That's not terrible. A five's pretty decent. Um, I will kind of gesture for the group, including the two ghouls, I guess, uh, to come <laughs> over and um, kind of point out the way that I noticed that we could go. I will, I will tell you this. Uh, the ghouls are going to have a much harder time being sneaky. Kindred are way better at that than a human ghoul. Just FYI. So you, I, you may have to sacrifice or leave them behind. I, I, look at Simon, I look at Simon in the eyes and say, you've been a good boy. <laughs> Just a single tear. Yeah, so uh, what's the plan? What do we think? Do we? I feel like it's already. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it's gonna end so bad. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So, are you sending them in as like a distraction? distraction? 
flesh. Yeah, <laughs> see, they could, they could distract. They are very good at distracting. Um, while we make a break for it, so yeah. I mean, I I look at Lictor and kind of gesture like, are you willing to give up your blood bag? Yes. <laughs> so much thought. I mean, no, just, We're done just with the happy meal. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's something before. else that Lictor's going to do. Okay. You've got to find it real quick again. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking, I am curious are you just going to send these two ghouls? Like, are they just going to walk out and be like, hey, we're ghouls or hey we're here don't shoot us or are you gonna like give them more uh complex orders um if they start running away that would lead to a chase where they would be distracted if we could get that to happen but also, mm-hmm. if they just like run out from this little hallway, it yeah. would just draw get attention. Yeah, it would also draw attention mm-hmm. to where wow. you're all currently hiding. Mm. So I'm gonna say that you're you're maybe behind kind of the pulpit, uh, a little bit like off to the side, mm-hmm. and even maybe angled away so that uh, you're able to get a little bit of a peek around the corner, uh, and mm-hmm. You know, you can see that these uh, shotguns that they're using seem to light things on fire a little bit. Uh, maybe they're using like phosphorescent rounds um, mm-hmm. for no particular reason, I'm sure. And, uh, <laughs> you can see that uh, they could possibly like go behind the pulpit um, and not give away your position. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That would work. <laughs> Better um, than anything I could go up with. I, I found <laughs> what I'm looking for, Rick. Okay. Unseen, unseen passage. With this power, the vampire can move around while staying hidden. The user is functionally invisible as per usual obfuscate limitations. So I just have to make a rouse check. Okay. Which and is just you? Or can you extend that? Just, just me. I wish I could extend it to the honest. <laughs> Shame, okay. shame, really. Yeah. <laughs> Save yourself. I no, I, I'm staying with the group. It's just if if, if, yeah. if thing goes to shit. I love how this is like the exact opposite of how our werewolf game went the other day, where like <laughs> they had the, the group stealth that could mute everybody. Yeah, it was so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the rules for a rouse check? I, I've read. This oh, you just—it's a single die. Yeah, no single, hunger. single hunger die. Is it regular? Uh, no, just a single die. Yeah. No okay. Uh, no hunger for this one, and roll. Um, I failed, so my hunger goes up by one. Yep, but you're still able to use the ability. Yeah. So, um, yeah, functionally invisible. Um, as long as I do not emit an overpowering odor and no sound louder than a whisper, this automatically <laughs> works. 
Um, only if the observer has their attention drawn to the user, may they can they use the detection role. Sense the unseen from all specs. One can also detect them. Um, no one is actively observing me right now. Right. Are they? Well, other than your friends, but because um, it will actively fail, automatically fail in such a case. I mean, you could just. Oh my God! So you're like the the guy from uh, Mystery Men, where yes. you can only be invisible if no one's looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Except, I think once you're invisible, like it's fine because then they can't see you. But yeah, uh, I just imagine like just, I mean, like, tell us to look, look away. Me. Yeah, don't yeah. Look, <laughs> look over there. <laughs> That's hey, even look. better. Like, look over there, and then just. Uh, hey, look! There's enough of this. There's a McDonald's Happy Meal over there. <laughs> and then Lictor's just gone functionally. <laughs> That's handy. Cute trick. Yeah, uh, I have so... another one in my in my toolkit. If if I get do get seen. Oh, there you go. So I guess Lictor, are you going first? Yeah. Because. Yeah, because yeah. Unseen Passage and all. So, yeah, I will go first. I am not even going to have you roll because you are functionally invisible. So, uh, you are safe. Who's going next? Uh, somebody with better stealth first. I have a five stealth. Total. Sounds so like Rain's going next. Could go. Is no, because that would probably break break my ability. Because hey, is there a way that I can kind of signal it's safe? Go. Oh yeah, no, you would you would definitely be giving up your invisibility at that point. Yeah. Okay. Go rain, go two successes. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. So rain, you're able to sneak by. Not the, the best stealth, but you know, you get there, you get to the side door. I'm I'm very capable of hiding in bushes, but not in um churches. Churches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus does or Cain in this case, I guess, makes it hard to hide. Yeah. All right, who's next? I only have two in deck. I don't have anything in stealth, so Okay. I also have nothing in stealth and two index. Okay. Let's okay. no go together. Let's just yeah, let's just have you both roll at the same time. We'll you'll either escape together or die together. That was so fun. I got one success. No success. Oh no. <laughs> no. Okay. Willpower. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can re-roll using willpower. Uh will yourself to live. Yeah. Or unlive. Okay. Hey, zero successes. No. <laughs> Wait, oh, hang man. on. Yeah, nope, zero successes. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <sighs> Alana, what about you? Oh, I just went success. Oh, you didn't? Did you re-roll or did it not change? Oh no, I don't. It didn't give me the option. Oh no, you you would just. Oh, I would just use a one. And you could just re-roll oh, okay. the other. You would just be re-rolling one, though. Wait, oh, I rolled four successes. How is that possible? Did you? I only have two dice. Yeah, so you must have gotten a crit. 
because that will give you uh, okay yeah so yeah uh i mean one of you does not escape this unscathed for sure uh the rest of you are able to make it uh blake you are spotted and three of these um inquisition people turn their shotguns to you the rest of you can see i mean you're you're not so far away unless you're just gonna run as soon as you get to the door but i imagine you probably wouldn't do that maybe just to, like, wait wait please don't shoot me i'm just a reporter i was here doing a story <laughs> yeah i'm um, just investigating so what i'm gonna have you do uh yeah you're going to need to give me a rouse check to attempt to give the blush of life because otherwise mm -hmm. you look very dead. Okay. So what do I need to do for that? It's uh, just... just a single die roll, no hunger. Okay. Go, go, go. No pressure, also. Uh, no success. Can I willpower reroll? <laughs> you can. You can, but you have to keep the result. One success. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you are able to will the Vitae in you to flow enough to make you appear human. Uh, okay. They are going to arrest you, though. Like, they are coming over with cuffs. Oh, God. <laughs> Is is anybody else really doing anything? Because like you can you can do that. unless you yes. unless you ran off, you can still see that Blake is like about to be detained. And you know, uh, the blush of life will not last forever. And uh, especially if they like scan them, uh, <laughs> they're gonna see that they are not warm. <laughs> How many of them are there? Uh, three of them are coming straight at Blake. But uh, there are a lot more. Oh, I, I try and convince them not to arrest me. <laughs> yeah. Um, give me. You don't want to do that. I mean, I. You, if you do, if you just let me go, I definitely will not include any of this in have what just the, happened. Have the blood bags gone anywhere yet? Ooh, that's a good question. Um. Hmm. Yes, because that was kind of what we talked about. Is like they would be like a distraction. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they they're currently being uh, about to be detained, much like Blake okay. is. Damn it. Um. I do have compel and awe. Okay. Remind uh, me. Awe is uh, anyone in the presence of a vampire finds their, uh, their attention inexplicably drawn to them. They'll listen to the vampire speak and agree on subjects. I don't know if that'll work really. Yeah, I, but... have, I have awe also. <laughs> I mean, you could both try it. I okay. Mean, especially, especially if Eolus is, Eolus is going to like kind of step back into maybe divert some attention slash yeah. convince them. And then I can um, do... What's up, Ray? I've got something else that might work if this... Yeah. 
Is it something that uh, if they totally royally fail this would be useless? I ask because that's a very real possibility. <laughs> um, it's Mask of a Thousand Faces, so I could disguise myself as one of their commanding officers, come over and say, no, this one's coming with me for interrogation. I think that uh, I think that you would probably know that's gonna be uh, it's risky still, but that's probably a safer bet than them trying to bomb <laughs> these people, uh, especially because they are Inquisition. Um, an yeah, illusion like that, you know, and it, it is also somewhat just like a, a physical disguise, not just illusion, but um, something like that is more likely to not be noticed or resisted because it's more subtle. Whereas the Inquisition is trained and they know kind of what your powers are and what to expect. Yeah. So if he's going to do it, he better do it soon. He, he whispers to himself and the others who with, with him might hear him fucking curse. <laughs> and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, why? there's always got to be fucking one, ain't there? He always fucking gets caught. It's always the same fucking way. It's always one. And you just suddenly see him. I'm going to do a rouse check real quick. Yeah. And that's the one success I need. There you go. So don't get hungry. No test is required. So anyone viewing the vampire sees a forgettable face of the same gender and approximate height and build as the user. Uh, clothes take on the same kind of blandness depending on the environment. So in this case, we're in a hostile military, you know, military or invading environment. Mm -hmm. um, so you got military fatigues. Yeah. And I've got some kind of, I've got the correct insignia to be, at least, you know, to be a CO. Uh, yeah. Um, and it, it's forgettable, but they would recognize it. It's kind of, it's almost like Doctor Who's psychic paper, but yes. for like your whole body. <laughs> Yes, nice. basically. <laughs> so suddenly, uh, this this commanding officer walks up and says, "Oi, sit rep. Uh, we've got this one. We're going to take with us." And uh, Lecter's going to look at Temple and be like, "Identification papers." Uh, uh, who? Who? Temple. Uh, uh, I, I, Anos. Oh, uh, I th oh, oh. I think because you're acting before they were going to do what they were going to do, that it would just be Blake, who is currently still inside. Oh, oh Blake. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Getting confused. <laughs> uh, would say to Blake, identification. Uh, I left my wallet. <laughs> it's in your other uh, pants. At, at that point, you see this commanding officer raise an eyebrow and look to the other men. No, this one's coming with me. Enhanced interrogation. I have a suspicion about this one. <laughs> um, give me a manipulation and mm, maybe leadership or intimidation. I'll go with intimidation. Yeah, That's one better than leadership. <laughs> um, I'm not too hunger because, and I'm going to give you a bonus die for your disguise. Okay, so that's a total of five. Okay, 
Two successes. Okay, yeah, that'll do. Just enough uh, that you are able... They've already got Blake handcuffed like as you're walking in, uh, but you are able to lead them out with you. Yeah, I'm going to take them to that side door and... And I'm going to very subtly, sotto voce, say to Blake, you fucking owe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was over that I start turning my body into a killing, into a killing powerhouse. I don't could have talked my way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. And as our coterie escapes by the skin of their very pointy teeth, the city of Manchester is absolute chaos as this cult has led its members out to uh, attack and burn. Uh, much of the city is on fire at this point. There are numerous helicopters. Uh, but you are able to get to your van. It is a little sus, so, you know, you probably should be careful. Uh, but you're able to get to your van and escape to maybe unlive another day. And that's what we're going to end the session. Nice. So, Yay. yeah. <laughs> I was a little worried how that was going to end there. <laughs> Same. Same. I thought we were dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... While I'm looking for somebody to possibly raid, I think the Vector's live. Um, anybody want to talk about anything? Anybody got anything to plug? Looking at you, Lisa. Um, yeah, sure. We have a fun podcast about D&D. If you like D&D, if you like research, if you like me verbally spouting an essay at you about how um, the history of D&D is sexist and problematic, uh, hit us up at slovenly trolls <laughs> on uh found on podcast platforms near you yeah uh that's 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 all i i don't exist on the internet not usually so <laughs> so uh, that, that's just it <laughs> all right oh yeah you want to talk uh, about um you can find me uh i make dice and you can find me at sexual craft uh, .ca. You can find me on Instagram and other socials under Spectral Craft Dice. And yeah, <laughs> that's about all <laughs> Fantastic. And right, uh, did you want to plug anything? Um, yeah, I mean, I I occasionally stream stuff on Twitch under Rock and Rye if when I feel like it. And usually on Thursday nights, I run a Final Fantasy XIV 5e campaign crossover over on the Vactair starting at 8.30, but I've been really sick and yeah. stuff recently. So, yeah. Fair enough. Totally fair. Uh, I don't know what Twitch is doing right now. It's not letting me comment on my own stream. Um, so... I guess we're not going to raid anyone, but uh, go check out our friends at the Vectair. They're doing stuff right now. I don't really know what they're doing, um, but they're doing something. So go it's check them out. Saturday, so they should be doing Vatpacker's Guide to the T oh, TTRPGs. That's right, because otherwise it would be me. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I knew that. I know. So say otherwise we'd be we'd be dealing with a fucking Sith Inquisitor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th- yeah, that's something I can plug. Uh, next Saturday, come watch the finale over on, uh, I think it's twitch.tv slash thevactair. Um, the finale of our, our Star Wars mini campaign. Yeah. Thank you, Lissa. <laughs> Real MVP. Um, yeah, come come see if uh, this Sith Inquisitor murders our entire party or if they maybe survive. Who knows? Uh, and then we're going to be back to Werewolf after that. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you all later. And thank you all for coming and watching and thank you all for playing. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, thank Rick. You.